I don't understand. Hi, this is Moore Cowbell. Welcome to the show. Moore Cowbell, the Mississippi State Podcast, brought to you by Maroon and Company. I'm not real sure why I didn't flip the screen today. That uh, should have happened already, but that's okay. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll go forward. Brandon Walker, it is July 1st. I am back with you tonight. Been busy. Been busy. Been in New York. Been everywhere. Um, been all over the world trying to find a house in New York, trying to do all this, that, and the other things. So I apologize, but here we go. It is more cowbell, your favorite Mississippi State podcast in the universe, and I know it has sucked not having me around. I'm sorry. I know it has sucked. You having to listen to Brian and that high voice dude. You having to listen to Steve, whatever his name is. You having to listen to your sports radio in Jackson. I know. I know it has sucked. But I am Brandon Walker, and I am back. Oh, hey, be quiet. I am back. And I wish, I wish... I've been doing this a long time, and every time I've done it on the iPhone and I hit that button, it flipped the screen. For some reason, it didn't flip the screen tonight, and it's backwards. That's disappointing. That's okay. We're doing the podcast, and I've got plenty to talk to you about tonight. Number one, Tommy Stevens, the 2019 starting quarterback at Mississippi State, got some rave reviews at the Manning quarterback camp, which frankly makes me sick to say. Not the Tommy Stevens part, but anytime we praise the Manning quarterback camp, it makes me want to put a gun in my mouth. Because screw the Mannings, all of them. <laughs> screw them. Anyway, we'll talk about Tommy Stevens earning praise at the Manning camp. Here's something state fans need to get over. That is part number two. That is topic number two. Here is something state fans need to get over. I might go in on that one. Number three. Tommy Stevens, the 2019 starting quarterback at Mississippi State, changes the ceiling of this team, changes the floor of this team. And number four, titled, No, Dummies, State Doesn't Have Less Talent Than Tennessee. That's right. I wrote, No, Dummies, State Doesn't Have Less Talent Than Tennessee. We'll discuss that. But let's get right to it. I can tell you the Maroon and Company is the best place to get gear like this. It is the best place to get Mississippi State gear. There are plenty of places to get state gear, but none treat you as good as Maroon & Company. None have as good a place as Maroon & Company. It is the best place. You can get stuff like this. Put in Brandon Walker as your promo code. Brandon Walker 10 is your promo code, and you'll get 10% off your order at Maroon & Company. They are my loan sponsor going forward. As I go forward, as I go to Barstool, as I work in New York, and I, sit, I build the studio in New York, it is a Maroon & Company show. That's what it's going to be. Um, frankly, I don't need the money anymore. <laughs> but Maroon Company's been with me since day one. They are my A1 from day one, and they will be with me forever. Maroon and Company, check them out. Maroonandco.com, at Maroon Co. on Twitter and Instagram, Highway 12 and Starkville. Tell them Brandon Walker sent you 10% off your order. People saying I look tan? Thank you. Hey, Mandy Fowler. What's up, girl? Um... Can I show you guys something distressing? Yes, I am tan, look at that. Look at that, look how tan I am. Y'all ready? I, I'm only gonna do this once. Huh? Huh? Look, <laughs> 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 woo -wee! 
I probably should have taken the shirt off. Looking back, I probably should have taken the shirt off. But I didn't. So I am looking nice and flush in the face, though. Looking pretty good. Got my got my hair, my, my facial hair in there. All right. Tommy Stevens showed up to... Uh, oh, wait. Somebody's got a question. Cody Duncan says, which podcast are you on with Barstool? Thank you for the question. I will have a college football podcast of my own, myself and Casey Smith. It will start August 1st. It's either going to be called Airing It Out or Unnecessary Roughness. But it will be myself and Casey Smith, who is a Texas A&M Aggie. And um, she, you can Google her. She's fantastic. Um, we'll have a college football podcast. I'll also be part of our college football studio show, which will go around the country to games, uh, just like game day, just like others. Uh, I will be a part of that. So it's going to be... It's going to be something as I bring SEC football to Barstool Sports. Not that Casey hasn't already done it, but I'm bringing it as well. Tommy Stevens goes to the Manning QB camp, and I'm not going to say the Manning QB camp again because we'll just call it the camp because I don't like the Mannings. Screw them. I don't like them. Eli, great player. Peyton, great player. Um, Archie, most overrated player in the history of Mississippi sports. Absolute trash. Tommy Stevens earns praise at the, the Manning camp. Jim Nagy, the executive director of the Senior Bowl, or used to be, threw out on Twitter, he said he raves about Tommy Stevens' arm, said he threw it as well as anybody at that camp. We know that he's a great athlete, but he's also got a great arm. So here is my statement about Penn State transfer quarterback Tommy Stevens. I have alluded to it. I've hinted at it. I've even outright said it, but today... In no uncertain terms, July 1st, I'm about to say it as plainly as I can say it, and you need to get with it. The starting quarterback at Mississippi State University in 2019 will be Tommy Stevens. And barring injury, Tommy Stevens will be the starter for all 12 games. Period. No more discussion. No more discussion. Yes, he was a backup at Penn State, but he is here because Joe Moorhead is here. He is here because Joe Moorhead recognized that his offense didn't work with somebody else's quarterback. That's what went wrong last year. That's why we went 8-4. and four. And this year he's bringing in his quarterback. He's running his offense. And he's going down the road with his approach. Not Dan Mullen's approach. His approach. For years, for years, we've had fans mad that Dan Mullen would play seniors or juniors instead of talented freshmen and sophomores. For years, we had fans getting mad that Mullen would play somebody who's been in the program rather than play somebody who was newer. Well, now we've got somebody newer, and some fans still want to play a guy just because he's been in the program. That's antiquated. Get that out of your mind. Get that gone. Get that done. Yes, he was a backup at Penn State to an All-American. He lost a quarterback battle to a guy that became an All-American, Trace McSorley. You know who helped... Trace McSorley become an All-American? The same guy who's going to help Tommy Stevens become whatever he becomes at Mississippi State. Tommy Stevens is the quarterback, period. And Tommy Stevens going to this Manning camp, screw the Mannings, going to this Manning camp and showing out is a good thing. I've seen some state fans on message boards saying, oh, don't give me false hope, don't give me hype, don't give me this, don't give me this. Uh, turn your panties around. It's college football, and it's good to have hope. It's good to be excited. It's good to bring in a guy who excites you about the offense. 
It's good to have hope. It's not bad. I hate when state fans say, oh, every time I have hope, they just let me down. No, they don't. No, they don't. You want to, if you don't want to have hope, if you don't want to experience hype and hope in 2019, go to Oxford. They ain't got none of it. There's no hope up there. You'll fit right in. Number two, here's something state fans need to get over. 2018. I was there. It was disappointing. I understand that. Was last year disappointing? Yes. Best defense in the country? Finished 8-4. and four. That wasn't good enough. But is it a sign Moorhead is a bad coach? No. It is not. 2018 happened because the quarterback who was left from somebody else didn't fit the offense Moorhead wanted to run. And you say, oh, he should just run Mullen's offense. That's Mullen's offense. That's Mullen's offense. I mean, do you go to a concert and see a singer struggling? Oh, well, you should just sing Whitney Houston's songs. That's her songs. It is not a sign Moorhead was a bad coach. It was a sign the quarterback and coach were a bad fit. Nick Fitzgerald, a warrior. Nick Fitzgerald, a very good player, but didn't fit with Joe Moorhead. That's why 2018 went south. So if I'm a coach and 2018 went south because the quarterback didn't fit, what should I do? Some fans would have you believe, oh, we should just move up the next quarterback, Keaton Thompson, who also doesn't fit, and everything will be great. No. If I'm a coach and the 2018 quarterback didn't fit and I don't want it to happen again, what do I do? I go get one that does fit. I go get one that does know the offense. I go get one that is fit for what I want to run. If I'm going into battle, I'm going into battle with my bullets. That's what's going to happen. The coach and quarterback didn't fit. If you were determined, because Mississippi State went 8-4 and four in 2018, to be sad and to be upset and to claim Joe Moorhead will never make it and to think he's going to get fired in three years, if you just want to be sad, you've missed Joe Moorhead having a great offseason. You've missed Joe Moorhead putting together, together a better team for what he needs to do in 2019. You've missed him making some great decisions. Number one, he went and got his quarterback. He went and got his quarterback. He didn't sit pat. He didn't just sit by, well, these are my quarterbacks and I'm just gonna have to go into battle with them and they'll just have to run this, that, and the other even though they don't fit. That's Sylvester Croom thinking. No, he didn't do that. Tommy Stevens wants to transfer. Tommy Stevens, Played for me for two years. Tommy Stevens knows my offense. Tommy Stevens, I know exactly his strength. I know his skill set. Come down here, start in the SEC. Let's do this. Number two, what, what, what else was the problem in 2018? The wide receivers, they couldn't catch an STD at a, at a brothel. The wide receivers couldn't catch gonorrhea at an Ole Miss recruiting weekend. The wide receivers weren't good enough. They dropped everything. So what do you do? He went and got a receiver. He went and got a number one receiver. Isaiah Zuber, Kansas State, 103 catches in two years and an offense that couldn't pass the football. Come down here. Start in the SEC. I got my quarterback. Now I got my receiver. What else did he do? Well, Brian Baker left. Well, all these other coaches left. Running back coach left. Charles Huff left. What did he do? Hire good coaches. Chris Marv, 
fantastic hire from, from Vanderbilt. He hired a great staff, a very good-looking staff. And somebody cut out that Ole Miss recruiting line because I really enjoyed that one. Somebody send that to me because I enjoyed that one a lot. That was a vintage Brandon Walker line. God, man, I'm good at this. No wonder you guys have been upset that I haven't been here. No wonder you've been bored. You've been going without Brandon Walker. I couldn't do it. Couldn't be me. He went and got his quarterback. He went and got his number one wide receiver. He hired very well to replace the guys who left. Mark Hudspeth leaves. Oh, crap. There's your Mississippi recruiting. Oh, Tony Hughes, come on down. He got a DL transfer. He got a defensive line transfer, Alan Love out of Louisville. He noticed a problem, and he went about fixing it. If you are just going to be sad about 2018 and not join the rest of us in 2019, you're missing the boat. Because, folks, this team has a chance to be good. This offense will take a big step forward. It can't not take a step forward. The quarterback, the receiver, Kylan Hill, hopefully. Now, this is where I'm stepping out on faith. Hopefully, Kylan Hill is used like Kylan Hill should be used. If he is unleashed, suddenly you're better at receiver, you're better at quarterback, and you're better at running back because you're using the horse. The offensive line will be very good. Dan Mullen did leave us stocked there with good, young, physical talent. I have said 8-4 since January. I, for 2019, I've said 8-4 since January. I still say 8-4, but I do believe a good version of Tommy Stevens, if he is good, he lifts the ceiling of the team. If he is a good quarterback and Isaiah Zuber is a good wide receiver and you fix the two main issues the offense had last year, which was quarterback fit and wide receiver talent, if you fix that, why couldn't State go 10-2? Why couldn't they? The defense will take a step back. It can't not take a step back. But how big of a step? Last year, went 8-4 with number one defense. But this year, if the offense is better, you can go 8-4 at least with the number 30 defense. I'm still at eight and four. I'm still at eight and four, but nine and three is very attainable. And if Tommy Stevens represents a step forward, if Isaiah Zuber catches 60 balls, why couldn't they go 10 and two? Are you calling 10 and two? Get that old Miss crap out of here. Look, we go back a long way. You're saying, are you calling 10 and two? What, so you can go to your message board, so you can go Justin Wilkerson? Oh, this state fan's calling for 10 and two. No, I'm not calling for 10 and two. But I'm saying, I'm calling for eight and four. But if Tommy Stevens is good, don't be scared of 10 and two. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, I see on the message boards, we, we have a private message board, and some people say, well, six wins, I only see six wins. You're, you're full of shit. You're a coward if you only see six wins on this schedule, or you're not very bright. One of those two things are correct. You're either chicken shit or you're not smart. Abby Lauren says, do you think we beat Tennessee at Tennessee? That is a tough game because Tennessee will be better this year. They can't not be better. They've been trash for years. They'll be better. And any road game is tough. It's an unfamiliar road game. It'll be tough. And I think the talent is probably even. I think Jeremy Pruitt has, has raised the talent of that program and is continually raising it. But let's go on to number four. There are radio people in the state. I'm just going to say, there are radio people in the state that don't know what the hell they're talking about. They get their opinions from other people. 
And the recruiting rankings say Tennessee has beat Mississippi State in recruiting in the last 10 years. Well, whoop-de-damn-do. Whoop-de-damn-do. Tennessee is 2-14 and 14 in the last two years in SEC football. Tennessee hasn't produced a, a good NFL player outside of Camara who they didn't use. Tennessee hasn't produced NFL players in five years. Mississippi State is stocking the NFL with players. Mississippi State has had a ton more talent than, than Tennessee just because guys like Yancey who don't know what they're doing are the ones in charge of ranking these kids and these big fan bases get their kids ranked higher than Mississippi State doesn't mean that is actually true. It is easy to look at the Bamas and Georgias of the world and say recruiting rankings are 100% right. No, at the Auburn level, at the Tennessee level, not so much. Kids who sign with Tennessee get overrated. Kids who sign with Auburn get overrated. You want to know why? Last seven years, Auburn and Mississippi State are both 28 and 28 in the league. Auburn is a top 10 recruiter every year. They haven't produced a top a first round pick in five years. They don't have more talent than State. Neither does Tennessee. Just because you get a guest on your show and he says something, well, that's my opinion now. That's lazy crap. The people who said this can't name five starters on Tennessee's team. Can't name five starters. We could lose to Tennessee. We could beat Tennessee. But we won't be overmatched with their talent. Absolutely won't be overmatched. And since I'm going in, let me just go in. Can I just go in? Can, can you just indulge me for a second? No, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm I'm not gonna put all that out there. I shouldn't put all that out there. I should I should hold up. I should I should keep that one in my pocket. It is so hot in here. Why is it so hot in here? Had the air conditioner off, that's why it's so hot in here. Not very smart. No, it's gonna be cold. It won't be cold, it's hot right now. It's hot. It's it's gonna take a while to get cold. So what we can do right now, because that's all I had to say. Tommy Stevens got praise. Don't be scared of that. Um, Brian Lippincott says, better not let Tennessee beat you. Brian, you're an Ole Miss fan. You guys couldn't beat your meat after watching two hours of porn. You don't need to be telling us who we better not let beat us, okay? Even if you do beat a team this year, even if you somehow luck up and beat Arkansas, you'll just have to vacate the damn thing anyway because the only way you win football games is to cheat your asses off because Ole Miss is a piece of shit program with a piece of shit coach and piece of shit fan base. Sorry. I've been out in the sun. I love Ole Miss fans. Somebody, somebody who, who, who's a fan to a team coached by Matt Luke is telling me we better not lose to Tennessee. Really? Really? Your coach is eight months pregnant. You're telling us who we better not lose to? Jesus Christ. Coach looks like John Goodman after he's been dead for two weeks, and you're telling me we better not look like... Okay. How do you really feel about Ole Miss? I think my, my feelings about Ole Miss are on the record. Really, in, I really look forward to uh, 
about two months from now when Memphis just beats the living crap out of Ole Miss, that's going to be delicious. But yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, Lip, we better not let Tennessee beat us. You're right. If we're going to go 9-3, and three, we can't lose to Tennessee. That's right. That's accurate. But you can't hear it from an Ole Miss fan. I'm sorry. I can't hear that from an Ole Miss fan. I mean, you guys are, are six-point underdogs to Memphis right now. Memphis. To Memphis. Not the Grizzlies. Not in basketball. Well, I was really pulling for you there. I guess that was a mistake. Here's another thing Ole Miss fans like to pull. They like to say, oh, I was pulling for State, and they lost. No, you weren't. You don't pull for State. You never pull for State. You hate Mississippi State. Quit trying to pull the class card. Oh, I was pulling for State, and you guys just didn't pull it out. No, I never pull for Ole Miss. You guys go play the Taliban tomorrow. I'm saying go Taliban, go. I was pulling for State. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. When Mississippi State goes to Tennessee, you're not going to pull for Mississippi State against Tennessee. Okay? When Ole Miss plays anybody, I'm not pulling for Ole Miss to beat anybody. Ever. All right. So, I'll open it up to questions and comments. Whatever you'd like to talk about here on More Cowbell, we can talk about it. Um the last 20 minutes of the show. I haven't been here for a month, so I know you've got questions, you've got comments, you've got statements, you've got insults. Whatever you got for the next 20 minutes, I will open it up. Let's go. Let's do it. And I don't know how well I'll be able to continue more cowbell when I get to New York. I'm just sorry. I don't know. Hopefully I'll do it twice a, twice a week. That is the plan. I'll have to make sure it's cool with my new employer, but I hope hopefully I'll do it twice a week, uh, Sunday night and maybe Wednesday. That's my plan. I can't do it five days a week. That'd be crazy. But hopefully I'll be, be able to do it twice a week. And by the way, this Ole Miss fan here, Brian Lippincott, great friend of mine, goes back. He's from West Point. Goes back a long time. I missed the first part of the show. Will you recap it, please? Okay, so this, this will be available as soon as you get done watching it. You can go back and watch the first part of the show. No, I will not recap the first part of the show. Sorry. Um, I got really fired up, really hot. Uh, let's see. Tommy Stevens earns praise at the Manning Camp. I talked about that. Here's state fan, something state fans need to get over, 2018. Uh, that was my point, and, yeah, that's what I talked about. Let's see. What else? Uh, all right. Get your questions, your comments, your statements in here right now. I also made a great joke about Ole Miss recruiting weekends, so I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, we'll be living in New Jersey. New Jersey, that's where we'll be living. We're going to have to go eat in a minute, by the way. I'm hungry. Are you going to watch the basketball team play Kansas State in Brooklyn in December? Okay. They're not playing in Brooklyn. I think it's December 14th. They're not playing in Brooklyn. They're playing in Newark, New Jersey. Um, so, yeah, that's actually going to be closer to me. So, they're playing in Newark in a tournament with Villanova and somebody else. Uh, yes, I plan to go to that game. December 14th, maybe December 12th. They'll play Kansas State. If they win, they'll play Villanova the next night. Why are you going to New York? I missed it. Boy, you guys really haven't been paying attention. Um, I got a job at Barstool Sports. They asked me to come up there and be part of their college football coverage, and I am doing just that. That's what I'm doing. Sorry, I'm scratching myself right now. I hope you can't see it on camera. Probably shouldn't have said it out loud. How's Tommy and the rest of the kids? They're fine. Emma's here. Um, Emma, you want to show them your great shirt for, that you got from Maroon & Company? 
Come on, you can you can walk over here and show them your great shirt you got at Maroon and Company. Cliff Axtell says, what do you think about the reports on Tommy Stevens coming out of the Manning Passing Academy? There you go. You can get that at maroonco.com, at maroonco on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I think state fans need to embrace Tommy Stevens. He will be the starting quarterback, and I think he can be very good. How about Reggie Perry dropping 20 points on Team USA? Reggie Perry could will be a top five. He'll be a first-team All-SEC player in 2019-20. Full-time or just for the season? I'm, I'm not moving to New York part-time. I'm moving. I'm, I'm taking my shot. I'm taking my shot. Ten seconds, one play left, six yards of the touchdown, pass or run? Pass. 100% of the time. Absolute pass. Uh, maybe Colin Hill out of the backfield, but pass. I, I do not want to run on, on fourth and goal from the six, ever. At Auburn, at Tennessee, at Texas A&M, what do you think State's record will be in these games? Tony Romito. Tony. I think State definitely loses at A&M. I think a and is going to be really, really, really good in 2019. I think it's 50-50 State beating Auburn and Auburn. I'll give them the pick because it's their home game and, and they should be okay. And Tennessee, I think State wins. Now, it's not going to shock me if Tennessee wins. They're both coaches in their second year. If Jeremy Pruitt makes a big leap, they could beat Mississippi State. Absolutely. I think he has, he has risen Tennessee's talent level, and they'll be pretty good. They'll be okay. But as of right now, I would pick Mississippi State. We're going to miss you, Brandon. Thank you very much, Chad Mask. Thank you for that. Hail State from my recliner, says Marcus King. Who is our second receiver behind Zuber, and what's his stat line? Well, Adrian D. Brown is going to be Stephen Guidry, I would assume. I think Stephen Guidry uh, becomes the number two receiver. Last year, he showed signs that he could be a number one receiver. He also showed signs he, he really can't. But we don't beat Texas A&M without Stephen Guidry. I think he had four catches, 130 yards, and a couple of touchdowns. He also had that, that, that 84-yarder that changed, changed the rest of the season at that point. If he doesn't do that, last year goes a lot worse than it did. Stephen Guidry has the ability. And as a junior college guy, his second year is going to be better than his first. But Isaiah Zuber is the number one receiver on this team, period. Are you going to keep more cowbell? Guys, quit, quit asking. Please. I mean, I, I answered that question four minutes ago. And I know you've been here the whole time. Mac, you've been with me since day one, so I'm not trying to get mad at you. Yes, I am. Other than Ethan Small, who gets the majors first on this year's baseball team? Uh, I don't know. Once baseball ended, baseball ended. I'm not a baseball guy. If Bama doesn't get Dabo when Saban retires, does Texas A&M become the new West Power in a few years? No, I don't think Jimbo is good enough to sustain a power. He wasn't sustaining it at Florida State, where he's the only, it was the only game in town. I mean, he was going to be bad at Florida State before he got out. So, no, I don't think he can build A&M. I mean, you still got LSU, you still got Auburn. He was the only game in town in the ACC. He didn't sustain it there. Low network connection. I hope it's okay. Don't forget to go by Carlos Bakery when you get back up to New Jersey. Carlos Bakery. Thank you. Remember that. Thoughts on Weatherspoon getting drafted by the Spurs? Good for him. I think he plays in Summer League tonight. Great organization. Makes a lot of sense for him. Will you continue more cowbell? I swear to God. Heard Joe rated the 12th best coach just ahead of Pruitt and Luke. Bubba Moore. Well, I think that's insane. Um, but, frankly, Joe doesn't deserve yet to be ranked in the top five coaches in the SEC or top eight. He doesn't deserve yet to be coached in the top half. If he 
gets his offense in and this offense takes off, he'll jump right to the top of that list. He'll jump right near the top of that list. But right now, I'm okay with Joe Moorhead being the ninth, 10th, 11th ranked coach in the SEC. But he's definitely better than Luke. And I'll put him ahead of Pruitt. I'll also put him ahead of Chad Morris. Um, what do you think about the tight end situation? I love Farad. I love Carlos, uh, Baker. Carlos Baker. Okay, Carlos Baker. Sorry, uh, he's not playing tight end for us. Carlos Baker would be an incredible name. Um, I think the tight end position has good young talent, but we've been waiting for a breakthrough at tight end since 2014 when we had Malcolm Johnson who had 36 catches, and we haven't gotten it. So I believe it when I see it at tight end. I do think Brad Cumbus is Brad Cumbus and Spivey are the two most talented guys we've had in that position since 2014. And when they get their chance, maybe they they become good. Coach Joe seems like the type to get motivated by a stat like that, says Shannon Lizenby. Motivated? He should just be motivated by the, his salary and winning games. I don't think he really cares about that list, but I do think he'll jump that list very quickly. Does Cumbus play just one sport after this year, Steve Martin? No, no. Brad Cumbus is a two-sport athlete for the duration of his uh, tenure at Mississippi State. And I don't think there's any reason to even speculate that he would just do one sport. Hail State from Niceville. Hello, Mary Shaw Cochran down in Niceville, Florida, just on top of the Choctahatchee Bay in Okaloosa County, beautiful place. We went to Orange Beach a couple of weeks ago. I love Kylan Hill, but is durability a concern, do you think? No, I have no reason to think durability is a concern with Kylan Hill, Cliff Axel, none whatsoever. When you move to New Jersey, remember Wawa's Quick Stop. Okay, Bobby Strickland, I'll write Wawa's down, which is embarrassing because Wawa is just a crazy word to write. What are your thoughts on our running back room as a whole, and will it be slept on preseason? Yes, it will absolutely be slept on. Kylan Hill is an all-SEC back. He just hasn't been utilized like that. Hopefully we unleash him, and hopefully we get our heads out of our butts and use him the right way this year. Kylan Hill is a top three to five running back in the SEC. Nick Gibson's very good, very good will be an incredible backup. And then depending on who we have behind them, I, I'm very comfortable with the running back room. Do you believe JT Ginn will hit more next year? Sean Ball, no, I do not. I do not believe he will hit at all. Curry Freeman, did y'all ever win a softball game? No, we went 0-10. 0-10 in that softball league, but that's okay. 0-10, but that's okay. There's Keisha McCautry. She's up in New York. I'm coming, Keisha. I'll be there by August 1st. August 1st is when I'll be in New York City. We'll have to do something. Um, all kind of point city up in here watching all, all of a sudden. Questions, comments, more cowbell. This is our, we'll have two episodes this week. We'll try to get into the two episode a week category here going forward to make you guys happy. Um, do you believe baseball will make Omaha next year? I don't want to be a jerk. I just... I, don't ask me any more baseball questions. I, I don't really know. Sure. Who is the breakout guy on defense this year, says Chris Garrett. Chris Garrett, one of the great uh, quarterbacks at Tupelo High School, a teammate of Chad Bumpus uh, back in 2008. But uh, listen, what was the question? Breakout player on defense? Great, great question. I think there are a number of candidates. A number of candidates. Number one, probably Chauncey Rivers. Chauncey Rivers, big-time talent. Um, was behind Montez Sweat last year. Chauncey Rivers is number one to me. Brian Cole is another one. Marcus Murphy is another one. Um, Maurice Smitherman at the other cornerback. And we've got a ton of breakout candidates. And But I would go Chauncey Rivers. That's the answer. 
Hail State from Moorhead, Mississippi, Jeff Peaster. Hello, Moorhead. What's the D-line look like this year? Um, I like Marquis Spencer. We got good young talent at D-tackle. Uh, you're talking about Lovett. You're talking about Odom. A lot of good young talent, but they got to get experience, and they got to get good real quick. Defensive end, I think we're okay. Spencer and uh, and the guy I just mentioned, Chauncey Rivers. Kobe Jones another player who's going to get a chance to play and play a lot this year. We've had a lot of guys getting some experience and some red shirts. Now we've got to unleash them. We've recruited very well there. Who plays the slot this year? Dedrick Thomas, and sometimes you'll probably see uh, Isaiah Zuberlein up there. With you being big time now, will you and I still have our basketball Twitter fusses? Uh, Chad Mask, if you if you say something I don't like on, on Mississippi State's basketball team, I assure you we will have our, our basketball Twitter fusses. How much breakout do you really need with Arrow playing cleanup? Well, you'd like to have a good defensive line. We had one last year, but we do have the best linebacker group in the entire conference, so we got that going for us. Uh, last year, the front seven was the strength of the team. This year, the back seven is the strength. Did Fletcher Adams graduate? I don't even know, actually. I don't even know. Love more cowbell from Barcelona, Spain. Ron Eubanks, hello. What are your thoughts on State drawing the second chance players recently? I think it's fantastic. We have the best JUCO system in the country in Mississippi. We should use it. We should use it a lot. Um, how many good players? Montez Sweat? Jonathan Abram? I love it. I love it. Oh, he's Fletcher Adams is still there. And, you know, that's a very good source because Tyler Adams answered that question. That's his brother. So Tyler Adams uh, went to Georgetown to play basketball. Big State fan. Uh, Fletcher Adams is still there. Nelson Adams obviously was a, another good player for us. That Adams family has been very good for us. Uh, but Fletcher Adams, I assume, will be a redshirt senior this year. Uh, so he'll he'll be a player to, to watch. I mean, he's been... He's, he hasn't been behind him because he's been playing, but he now he gets unleashed as a guy who can step into that Jeffrey Simmons role. What are your thoughts on this year's incoming freshman? Good, solid class. Charles Cross, uh, great offensive line class. Um, good, 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 solid class. Um, maybe building a better one right now, but a good class. Are we still a top 10 defense? I don't think so. I think we're a top 25 defense, Robbie Grantham. Top 10 would be awful, awful good if we could do that, but I don't think so. I, I would say top 25 is where we need to aim for our defense. Fletcher was a beast in high school. He, Yes, he was. He was. I remember I was covering Mississippi State in 2014, his senior year, and he was, he was, he was something. And, and he, he, you know, just happened to be in a position group that was deep and talented um, during his time, and he has a chance to be a star this year. Owen Hines says Malik Heath will also be a Bulldog. I hope so. How do you feel about 2020 recruiting so far? Really, really good. Really good. I, I think Joe Moorhead's putting together a very good class, a good offensive skill class, which we've needed. We have definitely needed two four-star running backs already, some, some receivers, some receiving help. He's got his quarterback of the future or another quarterback of the future. Who do you think Moorhead will take to media days? Um, I'm going to go Errol Thompson, Cam Dantzler, and possibly Kylan Hill. Uh, David Hartman says Malik Deer, question mark? No idea probably not going to affect anything one way or the other. Where are you going? Bathroom? Number one or number two? Okay, my daughter's going to pee. just want everybody to know that. Just go. They don't know. Oh, she's not. She's just going outside to get some air. All right. That's more cowbell. Good show. 
Which home game do we win at home this year, LSU or Bama? Well, of those two, LSU. Beating LSU is not some pie-in-the-sky impossible thing. It could happen. They've still got Ed Orgeron. They've still got a, just an okay quarterback. Now, they're very talented, and they got 16 starters back, and they could be really, really, really good. But if you're asking me who's more likely to, for us to beat, Alabama or LSU, you're asking me who are we more likely to beat, Ed Orgeron or Nick Saban? I'm not even, that's not even disrespect to Ed Orgeron. That's just respect to Nick Saban. What else we got? Any questions, comments, statements? You've got five more minutes before I get out of here. I'm hungry. We're going to have to go eat. Comments have locked up. Nobody's saying anything. Last one is Bram Bermucci telling me, don't be mean to my daughter. I wasn't really being mean to her. I'm not going to be mean to my daughter on camera. I wait till the camera's off before I'm mean to my kids. You think I'm trying to catch a case over here? All right, all right, good stuff. Odds of beating Bama. Not great, not great. Bobby Portis says, basketball back in the NCAA tournament this year, now Perry is back. Yes, yes, I do think State will be a tournament team once again. Top five, uh, the starting five is really, really good. Steve Robertson just texted our group text and said, sometimes I watch Brandon's show to remember what he's really like. Hmm. I'm really freaking good. I have far and away the best podcast in Mississippi State land. There's no doubt about that. Is there any doubt about that? I mean, you watch me, I give it to you. I lay it out there. I ain't trying to be, you know, trying to impress nobody. I'm just Brandon Walker. Is Barstool sending you to media days? Absolutely not. And there's no chance I want to go to media days. I I do not want to go to Birmingham, Alabama to hang out with some 40, 50-year-old white men in khakis all week. That's not... That's a bullshit event. Media days is the dumbest thing ever. Just notice the set is backwards. Yes, it is. I don't know why. Are you, You're going to be within an hour and a half or within an hour and a half of half a dozen NFL teams. Are you going to any games? I'll probably go see the Dolphins when they come play the Jets because I'm a Dolphins fan. Uh, but I'll be really busy. Super busy. Tyler Adams says, you killed Bo in that Tennessee-MSU Twitter debate. I did. I very much did. Will we beat Ole Miss? Yeah. Of course we will. It's like asking 16-year-old me if I'm going to beat my meat tonight. Yeah, we'll beat Ole Miss. Of course. What else am I going to do? So have you had lunch with Terp while in New York yet? I went to a Mets game with Terp. We, we, we went out together at night. We went to a Mets game. What's our biggest barrier to beating Alabama? Alabama. How good they are. Wait, there was a Twitter debate? Jaron Wilson, yes, there was. Well, it wasn't much of a debate. A debate is when two sides uh, argue different viewpoints. There was no argument. I, I pretty much dominated that. Why is there so much hype that Tennessee would beat us? Because Tennessee is Tennessee. Recruiting rankings, recruiting rankers love Tennessee, even though it's hype, it's false, it's fake. Tennessee is blockbuster video. Great in the 90s, not here anymore. Will you see Dak when he comes to New York play the Giants? I didn't even think about Dak. Yeah, yeah, he'll be there too. He'll be there too. Good message boards to get on to see stupidity, says Dean Johnson. Pretty much any message board 
that's ever been created. Had you been in Mac's shoes, what, have, what would you have said to the mouthy umpire? Pretty much the same thing I said on this show. You're not the show, umpire, you idiot, you piece of trash. Get out of the way. Let these kids have fun. Will Steve Robertson ever be back on your show? Yeah, I love Steve Robertson. Sure. Anytime I have a live show, if I ever have a live show again, I'll have Steve Robertson on the show. He has been probably the number one friend of this show, of More Cowbell. And he does have a competing podcast, but Steve and I get along. We're friends in real life. We're friends professionally. So, yeah, if I ever do another show in Mississippi, he'll, he'll be there. I miss football, says Dylan White. Me too, brother. Me too. You miss football? Emma misses football as well. Big, big football fan over there. All right. I'm Brandon Walker. This has been More Cowbell. Indeed, this is the best MSU podcast. What are your thoughts on the Louisville pitcher dropping F-bombs? Boy, Jay Henry, y'all don't care that I said, please, no more baseball questions, do you? Here's the thing. I saw on our message board, no, on our state Facebook uh, groups, which are an absolute train wreck. Um, I saw on our state message board or Facebook groups a post saying, I'm glad we have guys like Jake Mangum and not this foul-mouthed Louisville pitcher. To that I say this, give me both of them. Give me both of them. I want a pitcher out there striking people out and then tell them, F you. I want that guy on my team 100% of the time. I want Jake Mangum too. I want a class guy like Jake Mangum, but give me the pitcher who's going to go out there looking like a white Steve Urkel and striking people out and saying, F you. I want him on my team 100% of the time. Where did you get that ink on your hands? All right. I'm Brandon Walker. I've been trying to leave for five minutes. But I'm really going to leave now, and I will try to upload this to iTunes. So don't tweet at me saying, oh, you haven't put anything on iTunes. I don't know why you sound like Joel T. Coleman all of a sudden. I'm Brandon Walker. Okay, bye. Bye, I said bye.